Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. And of course, I am your host, Coach Luke. How's everybody doing out there in basketball world? Well, I hope you're doing fine because I sure am. And I know all you guys have been watching all of the playoff events, man. All of the playoff basketball out there. Very exciting stuff. If you're really into basketball, you got to love the NBA playoffs right now. But you got to love all of basketball. But right now, we're very focused and centered on the NBA playoffs. All right, well, let's get started, man. Episode 172, people. Let's get started with episode 172. And the name of episode 172, Those Clippers. The name of episode 172, people, Those Clippers. Well, as you know, Coach Luke, I like to always get into the topic of the show somewhere down the line in the podcast. But guess what? We're going to keep it moving. We're going to keep this wonderful, wonderful episode moving. Episode 172, Those Clippers. But before we get started, you know what we got to do. We got to tap in. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. It really is for you. Let's do it. All right. At Coach Luke ATB on Twitter. At Coach Luke ATB on Twitter. Let's do it. Well, we're going to get started, man. I mean, you know. Um... Those Clippers, man, they really did their thing, man. They eliminated the Utah Jazz. A lot of people haven't given the Clippers enough credit as a as an excellent basketball team. But, I mean, in Game 7, PG was phenomenal. PG was phenomenal in Game 7 against the Utah Jazz. I mean, Terrence Mann, Pat Bev, Marquise Morris Sr., they really did their thing in eliminating the number one seed in the West, the Utah Jazz. A lot of people didn't give them a shot. Well, heck, a lot of people didn't give them a shot against the Dallas Mavericks either. But here they are in the Western Conference Finals, okay? They're right here in the Western Conference Finals. And, I mean, you got to give a lot of credit to Tyron Lue. What an excellent coach. He's definitely in the tops as far as coaches in the NBA, but Tyron Lue, the, the, the type of adjustments that he makes throughout a game, you got to really give this man a lot of credit, man. And he's got a great coaching staff. And so between, you know, the players and the coaching staff, the Clippers, that's why they're where they're at. That's exactly why they're where they're at in the Western Conference Finals. And they're going up against the Phoenix Suns, okay? And they, you know, it, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing, man. A very wonderful thing. Game one was last night. Of course, Phoenix won. We'll get into that a little bit later. But the Clippers, man, the Clippers are really, really, really playing some basketball. You got to give them a lot of credit. And, you know, we're going to start with the title. You know, we're going to start with the title of the show. I mean, I always say I, I kind of ease into it somewhere down the line. Of course, I just said that. But I'm excited about the Clippers. You guys know how near and dear those Clippers are to my heart. And so we're going to set it off with those Clippers. The Clippers are for real, people. The Clippers, the L.A. Clippers are for real. 
All right. And so, you know, when in a town where, you know, the it's Laker town somewhat, you know, the Clippers are edging their way into the L.A. Um, situation with these high performances that they're putting on. And it's an excellent, excellent team that they've put together. Of course, you know, the claw is out. Kawhi Leonard is out. And so what's going on right now is it's every man up. Every man up. Your best player is out. Every man is up, man. And, you know, Kawhi won't be back. I mentioned that in my last podcast, but we're pretty sure that Kawhi won't be back torn ACL. It, 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 you know, it's, it's going to be extremely hard for him to even think about returning. I don't think he will because he's a very smart and cerebral guy and he looks at things in the long distance. And right now, the Clippers are in great hands with PG leading the way, baby. Paul George. And I'm very excited about Paul George doing this because they left him for dead out of the bubble. The NBA left Paul George for dead out of the bubble. You know what I'm saying? They talked about him very, very bad. And I, I'm just so excited that he's turned it around and is playing at the all-star level because Paul George is an all-star. He's an all-star and he's one of the top players in the league. So he didn't deserve that last year out the bubble. But guess what? Everybody's mom's to worry right now because Paul George is playing some ball, baby. He's really playing some ball. All right? So now, you know, you have the Clippers in Phoenix. It's a great matchup. It's an excellent matchup, the Clippers in Phoenix. Well, Phoenix went out and won the first game yesterday evening. All right? So it's 1-0. But I keep telling people, the Clippers have always, uh, in a way, this season, bounced back from adversity. They're just full of adversity. So this series is long from over. Phoenix took the first game, all right? Phoenix is up 1-0. Devin Booker was phenomenal yesterday, all right? Paul George was phenomenal. This young man, Terrence Mann, people, look at this young man. He's a rookie. Excellent, excellent player, Terrence Mann. He's showing what he is worth right now. Terrence Mann is an excellent player. Reggie Jackson showed up. Marquise Morris showed up. I'm telling you, it's going to be a phenomenal series. DeAndre Ayton, okay? It's, it's, it's Miles Bridges. It's a wonderful, wonderful uh, series, this Western Conference uh, Finals. And so now the Western Conference Finals is is in full gear. Uh, game one was last night. And like I said, Phoenix took game one. All right, game two will be tomorrow night. Great basketball, people. Great basketball. Tap in. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. All right. Here we go. We've got Chris Paul. Chris Paul is, is in COVID protocol. All right. He contacted COVID. We don't know how he contracted the COVID but he has it. He'll be out for 15 days. 
So the Phoenix Suns are actually going without their star point guard. Chris Paul's an excellent, excellent player. We wish him a speedy recovery. Um, he won't be in uniform for the next 15 days. Well, I mean, now at this point, he's already been through half of it. So you'll probably see Chris Paul game three, maybe game four. All right. And so, you know, there'll definitely be this is going to be a, a, a um, at least a six game series, six to seven games. These teams are so evenly, evenly matched. The, the, um, the Clippers and the Suns. And so, you know, Chris Paul has been out for a while already. All right. And, you know, but they're going to see and monitor him. They're going to keep monitoring him and see what goes on. But Chris Paul is out with um, COVID protocol. And he won't be back uh, until game three, maybe game four. All right. All right. Let's keep this wonderful episode going. Episode 172. Those Clippers, baby. Episode 172. Those Clippers. All right. Let's keep it going. The Bucks and Brooklyn. I hope everybody watched the series. Well, the Milwaukee Bucks. Power pass to Brooklyn Nets, 115-111 in the overtime thriller, Game 7. Kevin Durant was on display. He showed why he's the best player in the NBA right now. I'll tell you what, though. Those Bucks really performed. Giannis put some greatness on his name. In his young career, Giannis has put some greatness on his name because people will remember this game. People will remember this game, people. Game seven in the Barclays, the first game seven in the Barclays, and it was a phenomenal game. I hope all you guys out there saw the game. It was back and forth the whole game. Giannis was exhausted. KD was exhausted. I mean, you could you could say, well, you know, a lot of people say, well, we wish we had Kyrie, but you didn't have Kyrie. I get so tired of when people start throwing those things out there, those hypothetical uh, uh, um, innuendos. Stop doing that. Kyrie was not there, all right? James Harden played, but I don't think James Harden was really himself. Of course he wasn't himself. The lateral movement wasn't there. All of those different things that consist of what James Harden bring to the table, he couldn't bring to the table. All right, and so that's what happened. Uh, the Bucks move on to the Eastern Conference Finals, right? They move on, and now we know they play the Atlanta Hawks. I don't see the Atlanta Hawks doing anything with the Milwaukee Bucks people. But I didn't see the Atlanta Hawks doing anything with my New York Knicks. I didn't see them doing anything with the Philadelphia 76ers. And that's what I mean by you got to play the games, baby. The Hawks have just as good a chance to go to the NBA Finals as the Milwaukee Bucks. But I really favor the Bucks. Okay? Chris Middleton. Man, what a performance out of Chris Middleton. There was a point where KD was trying to take the Bucks out. A two-minute two span, KD was hitting everything. It was important that somebody on the Bucks matched him shot for shot. And Chris Middleton was that guy. All right. Chris Middleton. Every time KD came down to make a bucket, Chris Middleton returned with a bucket. Big bucket by Drew Holiday, too. Big three-pointer. Drew Holiday played an excellent game. All right. I mean, it doesn't show in the stats, 
But when it counted, Drew Holiday played an excellent game. But we're talking about Chris Middleton. What a phenomenal player. He put a little stamp on his name as far as performing in great situations and performing in big games. And so Chris Middleton, I'm going to tell you, I was very surprised. I was very surprised, but he's, he's that type of player. He's that type of player, people. Chris Middleton's an excellent, excellent player, and he really performed and on a big stage in the Barclays Center. And so now the Milwaukee Bucks move on. The Milwaukee Bucks move on uh, to the next round, which is the Eastern Conference Finals. And I said it in the beginning. People, whoever wins this series has an excellent chance of hoisting the trophy. And so now I feel the Milwaukee Bucks have an excellent chance at hoisting the trophy. All right, whoever won the series between Brooklyn and Milwaukee has a great chance at hoisting the trophy. And so now I feel the Milwaukee Bucks have a great opportunity in hoisting the trophy. Tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like. Download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. All right. Coach Luke, ATB on Twitter, man. All right. All right. At Coach Luke, ATB on Twitter. Let's go. I love that Twitter, man. Hit me with them timelines. There's a lot going on on Twitter, man. Let's do it. All right. Let's keep it going, man. Let's keep it rolling. Well, WNBA News. Legendary, all-star, Olympian, you name it, Diana Taurasi is out for the next five weeks with a fractured sternum. That hits the Phoenix Mercury hard, okay? We didn't really know whether Diana Taurasi would return. She's been playing basketball for years. And so the question coming into this season was, will Diana Taurasi retire or will she continue to play but Diana Taurasi is continuing to play, okay? And then she's out for the next five weeks with a fractured sternum. And so that's our WNBA news. Hate for it to be injury news, but that's what's happening in the WNBA right now. Diana Taurasi, all-star guard, Phoenix Mercury, will be out for the next five weeks with a fractured sternum. All right. Let's keep it going, baby. You know what time it is. We got to keep this thing moving. Tap in. Tap in. All right? Okay. We got that AAU profile, baby. You know what time it is. We got that AAU profile. Nyla Harris, 6'4 guard. Well, no, forward slash guard. She plays a little bit of both. Out of Windermere, Florida. Windermere, Florida, stand up. Nyla Harris, 6'2", forward combo, actually. Forward guard is a baller, man. All right? I watched the little uh, clips on her. She's an excellent player. Very strong, very heady. Plays, you know, an excellent game. A big-time team player. All right? Uh, her high school is um, Lake Highland Prep. And they've won two two state championships. They've won two state championships at Lake Highland Prep 
led by Nyla Harris. Wonderful player, man. Wonderful player. Very strong on the boards. Can shoot the three. Can shoot the mid-range. Nyla Harris can do a little bit of everything. And she's on her way to the University of Louisville. Nyla Harris is on her way to the University of Louisville. In her AAU outfit, Florida Gold Coast. Florida Gold Coast. Excuse me, getting a little tongue-tied. Her AAU outfit, Florida Gold Coast. All right? Wonderful outfit in the AAU situation. Heard a lot about that AAU situation. And so, Nala Harris is our AAU profile for episode 172. Thank you very, very much. All right. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going, people. Game 7. Philadelphia against Atlanta. The outcome, 103-96. Atlanta moves on. I'll tell you, man, it was a nail-biter. Joel Embiid did all that he could do. Slightly torn meniscus, but he was there. And he performed excellently. All right? He performed excellent. A couple of other players did not show up. All right? Ben Simmons did not take a shot. In the fourth quarter. Not good. We needed more. They needed more than defense from Ben Simmons. Especially with Trey Young doing what he was doing. They needed a lot more from Ben Simmons uh, for the Sixers to prevail. My man, Tobias Harris, L.I., you got to pull. Missed a lot of chippies. Missed a lot of layups. All right? Effort was there, just missed a whole lot of layups. And so Atlanta moves on. 103.96, Atlanta moves on. Um, and there's a lot of whispers in the Sixer building. Why? Because they were the number one seed. Also, see, this is the thing that people don't understand. Once Milwaukee eliminated Brooklyn, I think Philly got too excited. They still got to deal with a monster in Brook and in Milwaukee, but because Brooklyn was eliminated, why would the Sixers get excited? You still got business to handle, and you took your eyes off of the young, strong Atlanta Hawks, and you were eliminated. You were eliminated, and so now you have okay the Atlanta Hawks and the Milwaukee Bucks. A lot of people are talking about should. Should the uh, um, Sixers stick in there with um, Ben Simmons? I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. Because you know why? As a professional, it takes nothing to get into the gym. All right? Now, it could be mental. Because players go through mental things. But it, to me, it takes nothing to get into the gym. Let me work with Ben Simmons. He wouldn't take one close-range shot. For two hours for the next month, he would take all three-pointers. I don't care if they hit the wall. I don't care if they hit the backboard. I don't care if they hit the ground. And that means an air ball. He would shoot nothing but three-pointers for two months straight. And then that third month, we'll start cultivating and working on his, his form, his fingertips, 
his palm, how he palms the ball, how he shoots the ball, whether it's off the fingertips, whether it's off the index, we'll start working on those things. I don't know if anybody has been working with Ben Simmons, but here's the thing. As a grown man, he might not want to work on those things. And guess what? You can't force him. But I tell you what, at $30 million a year, he would have to work with me. I wouldn't take no for an answer. Ben Simmons would definitely have to work with me. Or if he's not willing to work on his outside game and he's not willing to work on his footwork and things of that nature, because it takes more than just an outside shot. Ben Simmons needs to work on his footwork. If you ever watch him closely, he does everything in the middle of the court. And that's not good for a professional. That's not good for a professional. He does everything in the middle of the court. Not a good look for Ben Simmons and not a good look for the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, moving forward, like I said, he makes $30 million a season. Are you going to pay him that money or are you going to try to move him to another location? That's the problem and that's the issue that Doc River has and Elton Brand, who's done an excellent job as a general manager in the two years he's been there. But as you know, a team is always a work in progress. A team is always a work in progress. And so I don't know what's going to happen with Ben Simmons, but either you're going to do the work, okay, or, hey, you know, you're going to have to move him. Again, as a grown man, he makes that decision. But if he makes the decision not to do the work, then he's not for the team. And then we'll have to move him. Tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. At Coach Luke ATB on Twitter. At Coach Luke ATB on Twitter. Well, as I said earlier, people, you got to put a little greatness on Giannis's name. Giannis persevered, man. He really did. He showed up and showed out. Okay, and so now, you know, in his young career, like I said a little earlier, you're going to have to start putting some greatness on his name. Giannis Antetokounmpo, two-time MVP, all right? And, and he was on the biggest stage in the Barclays Center, and he performed. He really did. He just wasn't on the stage. Giannis really performed. And guess what? You can't say anything about the Milwaukee Bucks the way that they persevered. You cannot say anything about the Milwaukee Bucks. A lot of people had them dead in the water after that historic performance in Game 5 by Kevin Durant, Easy Money Sniper. They had the Bucks dead in the water, man. All right? But guess what? Game 6, they came back and won that on their home floor. In Game 7, we know what happened. Giannis, Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, excellent blocks. At the end of the game, in, in, in overtime, 
Okay, wonderful, wonderful situation, wonderful situation. You know, I found it very, very, when I'm coaching, I always tell people that are on the sideline, my players, that is, stop talking and examine your opponent. Well, Chris Middleton, when he had his, his interview, he said, P.J. Tucker did an excellent job. He just was very pesky on Kevin Durant, but I'll tell you what. Chris Middleton mentioned something that's very important, and I want everybody to listen to this. He said he noticed when Kevin Durant pulled up from anywhere on the, at the top of the key and beyond for his three-pointer is when he would not play big. What I mean by that, he would come from under his waist, then to pull up for the three. And guess what? In overtime, Chris Middleton got two good swipes on the ball to take it the other way. All right? So while P.J. Tucker was playing defense on Kevin Durant, Chris Middleton was depositing knowledge because he was probably thinking, eventually, I'm going to have to stick this guy. And so it's a wonderful, wonderful strategic thing. And I thought that I would bring it to my listeners that, you know, when you're, when you're on the court, whether you're playing against a guy or one-on-one -on -one with that guy, if you know that you're going to have an opportunity to play against that guy one-on-one, -on -one, you better watch his tendencies. Watch what he likes to do, what he doesn't like to do, because that's going to be the thing that helps you uh, in the long run. All right. And so I thought that was very, very interesting. Tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. All right. At Coach Luke ATB on Twitter, man. At Coach Luke, ATB on Twitter. Let's do it. Episode 172, Those Clippers. Let's go. All right. Well, I tell you what, people. You got, you know, a lot of teams right now are bringing in draft hopefuls. Because the actual draft workouts are up in the air. The dates keep moving. The, the locations keep moving. And I think a lot of teams are getting a little impatient. So you have teams like the Spurs, the Mavericks, okay? You got uh, the Knicks. You got Chicago, the Bulls. They're bringing in draft hopefuls for private workouts with their trainers, with their player, player development, okay? So that they don't get caught making the wrong decision on draft day, all right? And so I'm pretty sure the NBA is aware of this and they've endorsed it because if not, then everybody would have the fair shake of the pre-draft workout. And so, but right now what's going on due to COVID, I think it's welcome that you have less people in the gym at these workouts. I mean, before COVID, you would have probably 60, 70 young uh, draft hopefuls in one gym. I don't really think people want to have that anymore. 
All right. Now, of course, a lot of people are being vaccinated and there's more people vaccinated than not. But COVID is still alive. And so I think the NBA has really done a great job in endorsing these private workouts for uh, the young NBA draft hopefuls. All right. You have set it up through your agent. Uh, If you got to go to Chicago, you go to Chicago, you work out for the Bulls. You then turn around and you can go to Detroit because it's not that far and work out for the Detroit Pistons. And, you know, it's a way to get around as a draft hopeful that wants to be drafted. It's a way to get around to where the players can meet with the uh, uh, general managers, meet with player development, work out, and these teams can get a real feel for these draft hopefuls on and off the court is very important. It's very important. So due to COVID, I just feel that um, a lot of teams are doing this right now. They've taken on this model where they're bringing in maybe two draft hopefuls, three draft hopefuls, and working them out on a solo basis for two hours so that they can have the strongest report card as far as, you know, uh, um, Who's gonna, who they're going to draft, who they're looking at to draft, who they might not draft in the first round, but they might draft in the second round. And so that's what's going on uh, as far as the NBA draft and the draft workouts. The dates keep switching. I know I told you in, in podcasts before that I would get you the dates of the NBA draft workouts and lay it out on the show. But to be honest with you, those dates keep switching from time to time. And so, I mean, you know, it's no fault of anyone's, but that's what's been happening. And so now you got a lot of draft hopefuls that are going out and having their own personal workouts with the teams. All right. Well, episode 172, people, it's been a ball, man. I like to thank everybody on Instagram that downloads, shares, likes, supports the show. I'd like to thank everybody on Facebook that downloads, shares, likes, supports the show. We need more followers. We need more subscribers. But then you know that's the deal on this situation to keep everything alive, man. All right? I'll see you guys next episode, Wednesday, episode 173. And we keep moving, man. We keep giving you that great, great content. And we keep moving, man. All right? So keep tapping in. All right. I'll see you guys. Episode 173. Okay. Thank you very, very much.